Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Strappolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Motherboard reported that Kaspersky Labs found malicious actors had compromised a server for a software update tool from Asus, causing the company to install a malicious backdoor to thousands of computers over five months in 2018. Dubbed Shadowhammer, the file appeared as a signed update from Asus, and researchers estimate it hit roughly 500,000 machines, although it appears that only about 600 were specifically targeted via MAC addresses. When downloaded, the malware would compare the MAC address to a hash list of values. If it found a match, it would call back to a fake Asus support site and download a second-stage backdoor. Kaspersky says the group behind the attack seems to be the same that compromised the tool CCleaner back in 2017. Asus confirmed that its live update tool had been targeted by an advanced persistent threat. The U.S. Supreme Court rejected an appeal by Zappos to throw out a class-action lawsuit brought by its users affected by a 2012 data breach. Zappos has argued that only those customers whose data was stolen that was used for malicious activity have grounds to sue. A Nevada judge ruled in favor of Zappos, but the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals overturned the ruling, stating users could sue if they could show that there was a substantial risk of harm and that it was impending. Sources have told Bloomberg that YouTube canceled plans for high-end dramas and comedies as part of a general pullback from paid original streaming content. The shift will mean that all content on YouTube will eventually stream for free with ad support, although release strategies for existing content is still undetermined. The Wall Street Journal reports that Nintendo is readying two new Switch consoles that may be available in 2019, according to anonymous parts suppliers and software developer sources. One will be targeted at avid video gamers, but still less powerful than the PS4 Pro or Xbox One X in comparison. The other will be a cheaper model that will lose features like vibration that Nintendo reportedly hopes will be a sort of successor to the 3DS. The report claims both will be announced at E3 and possibly released in time for the holiday shopping season. All right, here's everything that Apple announced at their Services Focus event on Monday. First, there was TV Channels, which organizes various on-demand and ad-free subscriptions within the Apple TV app, and now apps like HBO will no longer bounce users to a different app to watch. TV Channels will come in May to tvOS and iOS and the Mac this fall, and Apple, the Apple TV app will be made available to smart TVs, Rokus, and the Amazon Fire devices as well. There is also TV Plus, an ad-free subscription service with content available offline. Apple promised new releases every month and that the service would be available in 100 countries this fall. Next, there was News Plus, which adds more than 300 magazines and newspapers as a premium tier for $9.99 a month, including family sharing and the first month free. It was available Monday as an iOS update to users in the U.S. and Canada and will be available in Australia, the U.K., and Europe later this year. Next, there was Apple Card, a MasterCard backed by Goldman Sachs, which offers 3% cash back on Apple purchases, 2% cash back on Apple Pay purchases, and 1% cash back when using a physical card. It has no late fees, annual fees, international fees, or over-limit fees. In addition, Apple says it won't sell data to third parties. It will be available sometime this summer in the U.S. Finally, Apple announced Apple Arcade, which will feature exclusive games available on any iPhone, iPad, Mac, or Apple TV. Offline play is supported, and family sharing is included. Although no pricing was announced, Arcade comes out this fall to more than 150 countries. In an emailed media statement sent Friday, Apple's Senior Vice President of Hardware Engineering, Dan Riccio, announced that Apple was canceling its previously announced AirPower wireless charging mat. Riccio cited failure to achieve Apple's high standards in the product. AirPower was originally announced in September 2017. 
The European Parliament has given final approval to the copyright directive. The legislation was designed to update copyright law in Europe for the Internet age. Members of Parliament voted 348 in favor, 274 opposed. A last-minute proposal to remove Article 13, also known as the Upload Filter, was rejected by five votes, although it was later reported that possibly up to three Swedish members of Parliament pressed the wrong button when voting on allowing amendments. Two other Swedish members of Parliament that might have voted for the amendment were also absent. The directive now heads to the EU member states, which will have 24 months to translate it into national law. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development filed charges against Facebook for housing discrimination in its ad-targeting system. The charges are the latest in a complaint filed in August 2018, finding there's reasonable cause that Facebook has served ads that violate the Fair Housing Act. HUD Secretary Ben Carson said in a statement, Using a computer to limit a person's housing choices can be just as discriminatory as slamming a door in someone's face. In 2016, ProPublica reported that an ethnic affinities tool could be used to exclude black or Hispanic users from seeing specific ads, which could violate federal law if it affected housing or employment information. In other Facebook news, the company announced several transparency changes to ad practices. It launched a new ad library, which provides a searchable index of all active ads about any subject, as well as inactive political and issue ads. The library will also show page creation dates, name changes, merges with other pages, and where the page is managed from, as well as mechanisms to report ads for violating terms of service. This builds on Facebook's Ad Archive, released in May, which included only political and policy ads. Facebook also announced changes to ads for the upcoming EU parliamentary elections, requiring advertisers to be authorized to run ads in a given country regarding the election, and requiring all election ads to be clearly labeled as such, including a paid-for-by disclosure at the bottom. This will show who paid for an ad, the overall budget used, and provide contact information. And finally, a British review released Thursday found significant security problems with Huawei's telecommunication equipment. This follows a U.S. effort to ban Huawei products from next-generation wireless networks. This latest report found that there were underlying defects in Huawei's software engineering and security processes that both governments and hackers could exploit, risking national security. The report stopped short of banning Huawei equipment, but was endorsed by the country's top cybersecurity agency. Earlier this week, the EU issued recommendations on securing 5G networks that also didn't call for a Huawei ban. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, and you can find show notes there and links to all these headlines as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.